Hello, everyone listening. My name is Jamie Cox, and this is Bullseye View. Bullseye View is produced by Out of Their League, my sports media company. This podcast will be focused on all things sports with a few of my very biased sports opinions. Can't say I didn't warn you. So let's settle in for my Bullseye View. College football week two is over, and it was everything we were promised and more. We had a few David over Goliath stories. Uh, We'll start off with the Georgia Southern Eagles, my alma mater. They won over Nebraska 45-42. The Ginger General, as I'm calling our quarterback, threw for 409 yards, and they had over 600 yards of total offense. Against Nebraska, we also got Scott Frost fired, so that was also a pretty big win, winning on all accounts. The Eagles were also a part of my cod lock of the week bet last week. Uh, I had them plus 23 and a half, and they won straight up, so I guess you could say I'm okay at this, not to mention that I lost two of the four bets I gave you, but that's not important. The other David over Goliath stories were Marshall over Notre Dame. Marshall won 26 to 21. They scored more on Notre Dame than Ohio State. I think that's worth mentioning. Also, App State won over Texas A&M 17 to 14. Apparently, App State is not the team you want to schedule. Uh, approxi- the Sun Belt earned approximately almost over $2 million uh, to beat these teams total. So that's pretty impressive, getting paid to win some games. Um, You love to see it, man. We almost had another David and Goliath story because Alabama almost went down this week. Alabama over Texas was one of the most watched college football games and ever. But also, it was the most watched college football game on Fox. It was a fantastic game. And I'm pretty sure that Alabama would have lost if Texas's starting QB didn't go down, which I feel like I'm talking about a national title game. Hmm. Colt McCoy, anyone? But either way, Alabama ended up pulling it off, but not without a little help from the refs. Safety, okay. If it's not a safety, it's definitely intentional grounding. But Bama pulled it out uh, thanks to missing Quinn Ewers and the missed field goal at the end. Uh, But Texas, I mean, their backup quarterback was basically limping the entire second half, and they still took it down to the wire. So that was a fantastic game, just like I thought it would be. And now Texas is ranked, so we will see how it goes. But it is easy to say that the Texas defense is probably the most improved ever because last year they couldn't have tackled me. Arkansas handled South Carolina just like I knew they would. UNC barely beat Georgia State, so they continue to be embarrassing in all aspects. Tennessee beat Pittsburgh in overtime, so better than I expected out of Tennessee, but there's still time for them to screw this up. Wisconsin lost to Washington State, 
So that is pretty bad. You've got to be pretty bad to lose to them. So their season's over, basically. Georgia beat Sanford 33-0. to Now, they haven't allowed a touchdown this season, so they're doing well. But their offense wasn't as explosive as we saw against Oregon. So I'll be very interested to see how it goes this weekend. Um, but they still won. They still got a shutout. So they're still number one. Houston lost to Texas Tech in two overtimes. I don't know what was sadder, the fact that Texas Tech won or the fact that Texas Tech stormed the field after beating Houston at home. Like, Texas Tech was at home, and they rushed the field. Pretty embarrassing. Kansas beat West Virginia in overtime, 55-42. to You rarely see a two-score uh, game in when it goes to overtime, but that was because JT Daniels threw a pick six in overtime. So that sucked for West Virginia, but Kansas, I mean, I mean they still have no hope in the Big 12, but still very very sad for West Virginia. Bad showing. Kentucky beat Florida 26 to 16. So finally people can stop sucking off Florida and especially their quarterback. Um I have no idea what's going to happen when they play Tennessee next week. That should be a good one. But Kentucky looks looks good. Um, I expect them to win a lot of games. They're probably Georgia's, uh, I don't know, if they're their biggest threat in the SEC East. I don't see Georgia losing to anyone in the SEC East, but if they did, I would think that it would be Kentucky. USC beat Stanford 41-28. to Caleb Williams is continuing his Heisman campaign, uh, so we'll see how it goes. He definitely has a better shot of winning it playing teams like Stanford. Uh, Michigan beat Hawaii 56-10. Honestly, yeah, that's a great score. Yeah, you won your game, but you honestly should have beat them by, like, 80. I mean, Vandy hung 60 on them, so, like, you probably should have scored again at least. Oregon finally found the end zone, putting up 70 against East Washington. It's pretty incredible that Bo Nix was able to find the end zone that many times, but miracles happen every day. BYU won 26-20 in two overtimes over Baylor. Uh, I thought that Baylor was going to look better. I thought they were going to win the game, but BYU showed out. They they. They didn't have a great game, but they made it count in the end. Uh, and it, it did take two overtimes, but they covered. So that's all that really matters. College football week three has a lot of great games. Um, Georgia versus South Carolina. I personally hope that we send that albino into the dirt at least five times minimum. Um, I am very excited to see how we play against a a good team. Although good team is kind of a stretch for South Carolina, but I think it'll be good. Oklahoma versus Nebraska. I think that that is going to be a bloodbath. Oklahoma is only favored by 11, though, which I would take for sure. Um, 
that is actually one of my called locks of the week is Oklahoma minus 11. Especially if you get in a teaser and you tease it down a few, I think they're guaranteed to beat Nebraska by more than that. Uh, Georgia Southern is not a super exciting game to watch, but they're another part of my called lock of the week because they're playing UAB, and UAB's favored by 12, and I don't know what the Blazers have shown anyone that make them think that they'll be able to beat Georgia Southern by double digits. Um, So I think that's a pretty safe bet, Georgia Southern plus 12, especially with the ginger general at the helm. I think that that's a cod lock. BYU versus Oregon. Oregon's actually favored by three and a half. Now, I I know it's in Eugene, so I get that. Um, But I still think BYU wins that game. Uh, Bo Nix is a bit of a choke artist. So I think that BYU ends up winning that game. Uh, Penn State plays Auburn at Auburn. Uh, Auburn's not very good this year. But it was a great game last year, so hopefully that stays the same. Uh, Troy versus App State is actually college game day's game of the week. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, it's first time game day's going to Boone. So hopefully they make it out of there alive. Um, App State's definitely going to win, though. I don't know how much, uh, but I personally... I hate App State, but I hope they win, and I hope Georgia Southern and them both stay on the same trajectory because then maybe college game day will go to Statesboro in November when they play. Uh, Miami versus Texas A&M. Texas A&M has a lot to fix, and they've got to do it fast if they're going to salvage this season so it's not a total loss. I mean, you lost to App State, so it pretty much is already a total loss, but they still have a chance to at least do some damage. They're always down to upset somebody, so they'll likely beat Miami, but we'll see. Uh, Week four is actually probably going to be pretty good. We're finally getting to where teams are just playing in their conference, so Florida versus Tennessee is going to be one of the better games in week four that I'm looking forward to watching. Clemson versus Wake Forest. And Arkansas versus Texas A&M. I will be very interested to see if Texas A&M could pull that off. But we'll talk more about those games next week. Uh, But there's a lot to be played this week. And I am looking forward to seeing how they reacted. Last last week was full of upsets. So I hope we see some of the same. But I I think it'll be a good week of college football. Now we have to talk about the NFL, which I've been dreading, so just bear with me. I will probably talk about the Cowboys at length, but it will be at the end so that I don't jump off a bridge first. So I can finish all the other teams. But looks like we're on a crash course for Bills versus Chiefs. It seems pretty inevitable at this point for the AFC Championship. Uh, And it's going to be a hell of a game, just like the other ones were. Um, So I'm very excited to see that play out. But we had a fantastic set of early games to start the NFL season. The Saints won over the Falcons 27-26. That one was a nail-biter. The Bears beat the 49ers in an absolute monsoon. I mean, it was pouring rain. It was puddling on the field. The 49ers did not look great, but 
again, they were playing in pretty harsh weather conditions. So I'll be very interested to see how the Trey Lance thing plays out. Elijah Mitchell hurt himself, which is really annoying for me as a fantasy owner. Um, but I I think that the 49ers will improve as the season goes on. But the Bears came out on top. Steelers versus Bengals was something. Uh, Burrow threw four interceptions, which as his fantasy owner, I was not pleased with. But he still put up over 20 points. So, I mean... Even when he's taken an L, he's not the L. And again, I mean, his offensive line, I, ju- I cannot articulate enough how badly I would just, I would hire a hitman. I mean, their O-line is just atrocious. But it really seemed like no one wanted to win that game. It kept going on and on. McPherson absolutely blew it twice. Um... And the Steelers kicker, I mean, he got it done finally, but it was close. Um, But that game, I thought it was going to end in a tie. Which, can we talk about what, I mean, you're getting paid millions of dollars and you can't play multiple overtimes to have a game be decided. I mean, are there even ties in like upward and stuff? I mean, they don't even keep score, I don't think. But still, like, ties... Should not be allowed in sports. Period. It is the biggest scam ever. And the fact that it's in a professional league is absolutely ludicrous to me. But speaking of ties, the AFC South, um, not one of their teams won. Which I think everyone was surprised by considering two of them played each other. The Colts versus the Texans tied 20-20. to uh, Colts missed a late field goal. Matt Ryan looked absolutely horrible. And Jonathan Taylor honestly didn't look like himself until the last quarter. And, I mean, he finally was looking much better. But I will be very interested to see how they continue to use him. But Michael Pittman was used pretty nice. And I say that, obviously, as somebody who owns him in fantasy. But the other AFC South team... The Jaguars, they lost uh, to Washington, which it was actually closer than I thought it was going to be. Wentz threw two interceptions, typical. Not typical, though. He threw four touchdowns. But I don't want people to start thinking that that means that Wentz is a quality quarterback because he is not. Don't ever forget that. Um, The Eagles beat the Lions. But, honestly, it was a pretty close game, especially there at the end. And the Lions have a lot of weapons. I really think that the Lions won't have nearly as bad a season as they've had in the past. Um, And I honestly wasn't as impressed. The Eagles are kind of scary, especially considering how putrid my Cowboys are. But, I mean, Hurts and Brown is going to be the connection to stop. But besides that, I'm not as scared of the Eagles as I was going into the season. Uh, The Dolphins beat the Pats. Tyreek Hill and Waddle might make a a pretty big difference in the Dolphins' offense. Uh, Tua obviously has a connection with Waddle, and it's pretty hard to to beat Tyreek Hill. So I think that the Dolphins will be pretty good, but obviously the Bills come out of that division. Uh, The Ravens beat the Jets pretty handily. Browns over Panthers in Baker's homecoming. Uh, 
really, really glad to see that. I love to see Baker Mayfield lose. It's one of my favorite pastimes. And I've been having a great time the last few years with him in Cleveland. But now he's moved to uh, Carolina, and he still sucks. So that's great. Uh, the Giants beat the Titans in a last-second field goal with the Tennessee doing Tennessee things. They missed that last field goal, and they lost. And not a Titans fan by any means, but I would have appreciated somebody in my division losing uh, besides the Cowboys, but that's not what happened. Uh, but honestly, the Giants don't look anywhere near as bad as they looked last year. I think that... Not that Daniel Jones is, like, good or anything like that because he's obviously not. But if Barkley is going to have what we thought he was going to have two years ago, if he's going to have that season, then the Giants are definitely not going to be the embarrassment that they were. Uh, Vikings over Packers. I think we can all agree that Justin Jefferson is pretty much heads and tails above most receivers in the league, if not all. Uh, he's likely, if, if things keep playing out like this, I would not be surprised to see him end up being the offensive MVP. Or just MVP straight up. I mean, he's, he's a man. Um, and the Vikings look good. Um, I know that's hard to say, I mean, with Kirk Cousins at the helm, but he's he's reaching Justin Jefferson, and that's all he really needs to do to beat some teams. The Packers, Aaron Rodgers was obviously very uh, pissed off at, uh, at his targets. I mean, one guy dropped the ball, and it was literally right in his hands, and you could just see Aaron Rodgers just absolutely lose it. So... It should be fun to see how he unravels as the season goes on when he realizes that he has signed a contract to be surrounded by people that are way below average. Uh, The Chiefs over the Cardinals. The Chiefs looked absolutely fantastic. Uh, Mahomes is back to being Mahomes, and they beat the Cardinals pretty handily. Uh, I figured that they would win, but the Chiefs are definitely – and even they've got a lot of rookies, but they're still playing really good ball, and I think they'll continue to win as the season goes on. The Chargers beat the Ra- Raiders 24-19. to It wasn't as big in scoring as I thought it was going to be. I thought that Carr and Adams were going to connect a lot more. I thought Waller would get involved. I thought that there would be a lot more scoring um, on both sides of the ball. Uh, Chargers took a pretty big hit with Keenan Allen going down. So we'll see how that plays out for them. But it's still it's still the AFC West. They are definitely the strongest still. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, the Cowboys. God, that hurts to say. The Cowboys lost 19-3 to the Bucks in what might have been the most painful football experience of my entire life, like to watch. Like it's one thing to like watch an entire game and you see that your team like has a chance. They've got the fighting spirit. They're trying to win and you get down to the last second and then a field goal's missed or a touchdown pass is dropped or something like that. And it's just last second and it's painful. But this one was actually hard to watch. My eyes hurt after watching this entire game. I felt sick to my stomach. Our offense was 
I've seen, I have personally seen middle school offenses that were more explosive than what the Cowboys showed me on Sunday night. It was absolutely embarrassing. It was exactly how I thought it would be. I knew that our offense would suffer when we traded Amari Cooper and we left CD as basically the only wide receiver with experience. Gallup still going to be out for a few more weeks. And it it played out exactly how I thought it was. I knew CD wasn't the guy. I knew it. I don't know if it was because he went to Oklahoma, and that's how I knew it deep down, but he he's not the guy. Like, yeah, he's good. He'll be a average, maybe a little bit above average over the course of his entire career, but he is not wide receiver one for this offense. He can't be. And he showed that by going, catching two of the 11 passes that were thrown to him. That is inexcusable. Not to mention, I mean, there were so many miscommunications. The chemistry looked so off. Dak honestly looked terrible up until he got hurt. I mean, he honestly didn't look that great. There's so many people to blame for this. I mean, Kellen Moore might be mentally ill. Dak didn't look like anywhere near what he should have. Not, I mean, Zeke, Zeke was the best part of our offense. And, he, I mean, he was getting five yards per carry. That's what he was averaging was five yards per carry. So why do you not keep feeding him? I don't understand that. And you barely utilized Pollard when you were talking about the entire offseason using them as a one-two punch. You failed to do that. You failed to use anyone correctly. And then your offensive line is basically dismantled. And what happens? Your quarterback gets hit. Your quarterback has now broken his thumb and is likely out four to six weeks. That's a minimum. I don't know why Jerry is trying to pretend like he's going to be back in a week or two. It's not going to happen. And it shouldn't happen because I, I don't. This team is not worth him injuring himself over and over again and ruining his possible future in the NFL to save this team. Because let me tell you something, nothing can save this team. The owners have proven that they are not going to make the decisions and pay the money that needs to be paid for us to get a team that is going to win football games. The Cowboys, their season is basically over. I am I'm trying I mean, that's me being positive about it, honestly. Like, this was super painful to watch. I don't look forward to watching any other games that they have to play. Um, and, I mean, the only thing that could save us is that we play in the NFC East. But, I mean, even that, I've, I mean, things could go awry. I mean, it wins could keep thinking that he's good. Barkley could keep being good. The Eagles, I mean... Hertz and Brown are already probably going to beat us both times that we play them. They could beat a lot of people. So there are a lot of things that are probably going to go wrong this season, and pretty much all of them went wrong in week one for the Cowboys. So I'm not looking forward to seeing how the rest of the season plays out. I don't think it'll be good. Um, And now our hope lies in Cooper Rush. 
So I think that tells you all you need to know about the Cowboys uh, 2022 season. The Seahawks beat the Broncos. Um, Someone asked me last week who I thought was the most toxic fan base in the NFL. And I really didn't have an answer because I hate so many fan bases. Um, I mean, I, I the Eagles are pretty toxic. The Giants, the Redskins, obviously, I see them a lot more. So I, I hate them a lot more. But, I mean, the Steelers, you see a lot of toxic fans. But I think the Seahawks proved on Monday night that they are the most toxic fan base. You had Russell Wilson for years and years. He gave you a Super Bowl. He gave you pretty much most of his career. And then he gets traded. And then he returns to the field and you boo him. I mean, Tom Brady returned to Gillette. And, I mean, granted, Tom Brady gave a lot more to New England fans than Russ gave to Seahawks fans. But still, there is a level of respect for the quarterback that won you a championship. But no, Seahawks fans don't have that kind of decency. So, they started off bad. They were booing Russell Wilson. Well, they ended up winning the game, uh, mostly because of Geno Smith. And I got to say, he had probably the quote of the year. They Somebody asked him if it felt like everybody wrote him off. And he said, they wrote me off, but I didn't write back. End quote. Put it on my tombstone. Love it. And, I mean, he honestly played better than I've seen him play in a really long time. Now, granted, he's been backing up a lot of people, so I don't really get to see him play a lot, which I'm pretty happy about. But he played a really good game. But I just don't understand. Hackett is really the reason the Broncos lost the game because I don't understand how you pay your quarterback over $200 million and you aren't going to let him go for it on fourth and five. You're going to instead let your kicker kick a 64-yard field goal and blame him for not hitting it when you could have chosen to go with your Pro Bowl, Super Bowl winning quarterback that you basically spent all your money on and you're going to trust your kicker. It makes no sense. And it was obviously the wrong decision because the Seahawks came out with a win. But that was it for the week one. Um, There were a lot of good games that went down to the wire, so I will be interested to see if it plays out similarly this week. But we're starting off strong. The Chargers versus the Chiefs tonight. Mahomes versus Herbert. Uh, I'm really excited to see this game. I think it's going to be... An offensive showdown. Uh, 54 is the over and under. So, honestly, I might hit the over. Just because Mahomes, you know, is going to put up some points. And Herbert is very similar. If if to win the game he has to, he's going to throw the rock. And he's going to get touchdowns. So, I would not be surprised uh, if they hit that over. But I also think that the Chiefs definitely win. But we'll see. AFC West, it's, it's going to be a good season to watch the AFC West. I'm not going to be missing any of those games. But the Bengals versus the Cowboys, I really need somebody to sedate me before that game. I really don't want to see it. Um, I, one good thing, though, Micah Parsons might actually murder Joe Burrow because I don't see anybody 
on the Bengals' offensive line stopping him. I really don't. So there is a chance that that man gets dead on Sunday. But if he doesn't get dead, we're losing. I I don't know. I honestly don't know how we could win. Our best-case scenario is a tie at this point. Uh, We're terrible. The Jets versus the Browns, that will probably be a very painful-to-watch game as well. Washington plays the Lions. I think the Lions actually win that one. Um, And it's not just wistful thinking. I really think that the Lions could win. Um, Bucks play the Saints. I, I would think, honestly, Tom Brady didn't have a fantastic game against us, and we're bad, but our defense isn't horrible. So I'll be very interested to see because the Saints' run defense looked awful. So if you have Fournette in fantasy, you should play him because he's probably going to get quite a few points against that run defense if, they're, if they look anything like they did last week. Uh, the Panthers play the Giants. Oh, Baker Mayfield. I don't hmm. – this will basically just be a game against whose running back is better, Christian McCaffrey or Saquon Barkley. Um, and there's a good chance McCaffrey will get hurt. So I might give this one to the Giants, but we'll see how it plays out. Uh, Patriots play the Steelers. I think the Steelers end up winning that game. The Patriots did not instill a lot of confidence in their ability to win games. Mac Jones, nothing is wrong, though. It seems like he was just having back spasms, so that's a good sign for their quarterback, but I still I still see the Steelers winning that game. The Colts play the Jaguars, which the AFC South is just so, so pathetic and sad. Maybe we should join the AFC South. That really might do us a lot of good. We should think about that. But... Matt Ryan experienced Jonathan Taylor. I think they win that game. Um, but, I mean, the Jaguars didn't play awful last week, so we'll see. Dolphins play the Ravens. We'll see how that goes because I – Lamar Jackson, Andrews, they've got – they've got a lot going on. But, again, like I said earlier, I mean, Tua has Hill and Waddle now. Uh, I think that'll actually be a better game than we think it will. Uh, the Seahawks play the 49ers. I mm, I hate both of those people. Um, I'm going to go with the 49ers. They, they need to have a ba- bounce-back game after losing to the Bears. I think the 49ers end up winning that game. Uh, Texans versus the Broncos. If Russ doesn't win that game... They might have wasted their $200 million. I mean, the Texans are pretty bad, so we'll see how that goes. Cardinals play the Raiders. Um, that'll be a good game. I really don't know who will win, the, win that one. That'll, that should be a toss-up. Uh, the Bears play the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, if he doesn't get a win, he might start, like, actually murdering his wide receivers, so... We'll see how that goes. Um, Titans versus Bills. Bills win that game big. Um, I don't think that Derrick Henry will be able to put up enough uh, yards or touchdowns to win that game. I just think the Bills are better in every way. The Vikings versus the Eagles. Hmm. That honestly, 
I don't know if it'll be a great game, but I do think that I hope that the Vikings put up like 50 on the Eagles just because I, and I hope they're all 50 of the points are done by Justin Jefferson. And then he just, you know, flips off the GM. Like you could have had me and you chose Jalen Rager. And then you traded Jalen Rager to this team. So you're an idiot. Um, but we'll see. I mean, the Eagles defense isn't horrible, but I still think that the Vikings end up winning that game just if not solely because of Justin Jefferson. So that should be a good one. I'm excited to see those games. And, I mean, I hope that your NFL season started off better than mine. I hope that you're not a Cowboys fan for your sake. Um because it's pretty painful, and it's going to continue to be pretty painful for the next few weeks. But NFL's back, college football's back. So just get ready to sit on your couch and watch football for the next three to four months. It's going to be awesome. Um, I'm very excited uh, to see how it continues to play out, mostly college because my team actually has a shot at winning. Um, but, I mean, football's football. You, you take what you can get. But let's watch some football and see how week two plays out in the NFL and week three for college. Uh, I'm excited to see how it goes, and we'll be talking about it all next week.